and we and are <laughs> live. My up, voice guys? is gone from the one more party, guys. So I'll be hosting for the most part. But welcome, Steve from Accounting. We'll do the intro. Let's go. <laughs> Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. We are back. Yeah, we're back. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Fresh Fit Podcast. Yes, that is my voice. It is gone. We had that one million subscriber party, aka on the boat. Amazing. And uh, yeah, if, you, yeah. if you missed it, bro, you should be ashamed of yourself because that was the best party known to mankind a YouTuber ever held, bro. I'm telling you, bro. yeah, that shit was lit. Yo, we had so many people there. We had Mega McQueen, Mega McQueen, DDG, DDG, uh, I saw Kenny, Batman Kevo, Batman Kevo was Who there. Um, we had. John from On Life Dating, Donovan, Donovan Sharp. Donovan Sharp. We literally we blended red pill with rappers, you with, do, with documentary, um, like uh, like crime narrative type joints. Everybody was there. I couldn't make it, but bro, that, that was a lit party, bro. Yeah, lit party. Yeah, we all, yeah. That's the only person we were missing was academics. You didn't come either, man. No, I had yeah, I had something going on. So okay, <laughs> okay. <Good> excuse. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, shout out to Chris. My, yo, Myron was doing gang sturdy, bro. My was getting sturdy. I, on was, floor. I was getting pretty yeah. sturdy. <laughs> Look at my stories on Instagram or his stories. I'll Hilarious. tell you this. I'm not sturdy right now, though. Shout out to Christina Rojas for plan. Yeah, Christina planned the whole party, guys. Shout out to her, man. Guys, I can talk. I'm not like Mara right now. So uh, shout out to you guys. Uh, shout out to the DJs, the security, everyone who came and helped us out on the party. For once. Shout out to you guys, man. But I will say this, looks like shit in the back. So does Zena. They both look like shit. Why are they on camera? <laughs> go ahead. What are you saying, Chris? Uh, no, no, I'm good to go. Hey, oh, shout, but but shout, we we uh, chanted in the chat. Free top G. Yes, we did. Jay Waller was also there as well. Shout out to yes, Jay Waller. Yeah, shout out to Justin. Came through, man, with white boy music. Yeah. White boy music. Yeah. Shout out to Jay Waller, man. Yeah, we finished the bottle. Sico came up too. Shout out to yeah. the mods. Yep. Right, she said Sico. Sico already. Relax. Yeah, I did. I shout out to the mods. Shout out to the, you know, the merch gang. Shout out to you guys for coming through. You guys were lit. Uh, Mo, anything to say? My voice kind of shot too. Hey, what hey, the hey, heck? Nigga, <laughs> Yo. <laughs> so, uh, um, I'm going to take a special shout out to the dance floor because uh, I killed that. Shout out to that yacht. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, Yo, I got to show it on camera. I got to show it on camera. Yo, the boat oh, was shaking, man. I'm going to post it in the chat so you guys can see it. It was insane, the guys. The boat was shaking. I thought we had turbulence, man. Yo, that, like, what the that, fuck? That boat, that boat was just, actually a lot sturdy. I'm like dancing all over the place all night. Now <laughs> that boat didn't rock one time, so I'm like, oh my! I'm like, oh man, this boat's kind of sturdy. So shout out to Red in the yeah. back, helping okay. out too. Yeah, uh, Chris, man. the video's in the chat. 
Uh, I just remember. I mean, let's play video. music and then my feet. Uh, uh, if you want to play video during after hours, no, no, play it right now. By the way, yo, this, is, this yo, is all allegedly. Myra's voice went from zero to hundred real quick at the party and went to zero again. But uh, it was hilarious, bro. All I gotta say is, I just remember some drill music coming on and my feet started moving. I don't know what happened. Oh, we gonna see it right now, bro. Oh, wait, Chris, uh, don't play the audio though. Just play the actual clip. <laughs> this, this is hilarious, Steve. You gotta see it. Oh, this was shit. hilarious, bro. <laughs> no audio, Chris. Chris, no audio, bro. Nigga, wait. El Chris in the chat, man. El Chris in the chat, man. We all from videos. What happens, man? El Chris in the chat, bro. Yo, Chris. Oh, yo, Chris. Put it right now, man. Nigga, come on, man. Move <laughs> <laughs> from the beginning. From the beginning. Yo. You're not showing. You're not showing. Sure. <coughs> oh, come on. Oh, oh, yeah. They were playing. Just so y'all know, the song was Meek Mill, Dreams and Nightmares. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Yes, sir. Legendary, bro. That's good. Shout Steve, that's good. Dr. B84 was there. See you in the chat. Dr. B84 was there. I want to know where he went to dance school. White <laughs> 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 University, man. White boy music. <laughs> Raven. Hey, Steve. Thank you, Chris, okay. for showing the video. Don't kick me all I'm down, man. You sound, you sound like a godfather right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my godfather misogyny. Guys, just one favor, man. Go to rumble.com slash fresh and fit. Support us there. Oh, let's get into the show. We got two, three shows today. Yeah. Be insane, guys. Three shows for y'all niggas, man. But, yo, guys, uh, we got our accountant in the house. Steve from accounting. Steve from fucking accounting, man. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah. Just so you know, before I even buy a car, I don't think reckless or dumb. I call Steve. Leo, Steve, what should I do? So his guidance has helped me so far. So shout out to Steve for helping me with my car purchases and so on and so on for taxes. So shout out to you, Steve. Absolutely. Yes. So definitely this, I'm going to dedicate this show to you because you're the car guy. So I think this is going to be right down your alley with some of the stuff that's coming in with uh, 2023. And, and, you know, everybody that has a business, you know, should be thinking about this deduction for auto. So, I mean, it's a great deduction. It's going to be one of the biggest. It's, it's basically pervasive in all businesses, whether you're working a regular uh, W-2 job and you have a side gig, you know, I mean, I'm sure you have a vehicle, so you should um, basically take take the opportunity because it's always a big deduction, typically one of the biggest deductions on most business returns. Steve, can you introduce yourself to yes. people real oh, quick? Absolutely. Yeah, we, we know okay. who you are. Yeah. Just so yeah, yeah, know, yeah. Steve, um, Steve is our personal accountant. He's the reason why uh, I told y'all that story. I made a million dollars and I only paid 36K in taxes. Yeah. He helped me do that 100% legally with my real estate. This is the guy. Yeah. Seeing yeah. beyond the numbers, mm -hmm. yeah. Sorry, so, man. so you know, you're. Um, thank, thanks for having me. Uh, yeah. so I'm Steve from accounting. Uh, as you know, you it's my two account or two, uh, clients. two clients here. Uh, you know, it's it's been a pleasure to see you guys over the past couple of years, basically explode and, and get to this point right now. So I always knew it was going to happen. We had a conversation on the phone early on, right before you started your LLC. I said you're going to be, you know, we, we we talked about you know, in in a year or two, you're going to be a million subs. So that you had your target. Sat on that, you had your eyes set on that, and that's that's where you are. So congratulations. Thanks, Steve. Guys. You guys deserve every every bit of it. But um, yeah, so I'm Steve from accounting. Uh, I'm a CPA. I've been doing this for about over 25 years. I've got a couple of practices uh, on the west coast of Florida. I've been uh, in Florida for over 25 years. So I service um, all all facets of uh, business clients, types of you know high net worth individuals, uh, business owners, uh, lots of real estate uh, people. And now I got... Uh, you know, YouTube influencers. So I run the <laughs> gamut, basically. So yes. welcome. <clears throat> so Steve, 
so you want to hit a couple things for today, right? As far as like uh, different tax strategies and stuff, you, you want to talk about cars and then. Yeah, else? I think I think one of the thing is, you know, because uh, you know we we're on a limited time schedule here, so I think the the best thing for us to talk about, which I think most most of your audience is gonna you know basically be interested, in, is gonna be the auto deduction. Auto. Yeah, because okay. I always get a lot of questions on that, and they're always talking about you know should I should I buy should I lease uh, you know um, depreciation uh, mileage what you know mm -hmm. I'm always getting these questions and it's always an area of confusion so. My goal today is just to basically outline it and make it simplify it for everybody. So when you go into looking at a car and how it's used for your business, kind of guiding you to you plan towards, it out. Yeah, plan it out. Yeah. And, you know, because everybody's going to be different. You know, some people have a lot of mileage. Some people don't have a lot of mileage on their business. Um, some people want to buy. Some people want to lease. So there's going to be different things that we're going to go over real quick. And yeah. I'm just kind of group it in the summary where it makes it kind of easy for people to think like, you know, I'm just going to break it down in a digestible uh, format for, for the average person. Let's do it. Yeah, let's, let's do, do the chats first. Yeah, do the chats and then we'll Steve will get into it. Yeah, All right. Absolutely. Cool. Um, and then we got uh, tomorrow. No, no, that's from DDG's uh, <clears throat> uh, episode. Okay. So is the one up from here, Chris? Oh, I got go. <laughs> <laughs> Venom <laughs> says, I had to see it in person. I see why Myron will drink our party. Often because he goes all the way. He's either zero to or hundred or no in between. That's very true. Mine was lit as fuck throughout the night. Morning, glad to see it. Yeah, Venom came up, man. Shout out to you, bro. Yeah, uh, shout out bro. to you, bro. Kayan says, W party. Appreciate you, bro. Sam Silver says, absolute privilege to be there. Y'all deserve, deserve all the success. Thank Thanks, you, bro. Sam. I don't play games says, bruh, congrats, guys. But Myron's Wolverine jacket, Punisher shirt, and Piccolo shoes, bruh. Help him <laughs> fresh. Yeah, that outfit was hilarious, bro. Uh, Tony's Theory says, what's good, FNF, for lift? I think you mean for life, bro. Shout out to you. Mike Music says, Mo is pulling 304s. Allegedly. Mo, is that true? Uh, uh, um, w Mo in the I, chat, I, man. I, Damn, I didn't even see. Allegedly. Okay. <laughs> Alexander Battle says, I'm so mad I didn't go. Sorry, FNF. I have to go to LA Expo. But the next party, I will be there. Myron's voice, fantastic. Bro, I don't think we have another party, bro. Then that was yeah, it, bro. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. too crazy, bro. Z Dan says, Oh, Myron voice. Oh, Christina Makeup. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> What the fuck? Yo, it was a dad. Chill, bro. Chill, dog. Relax, dog. It's only Monday. Javier Peralta, shout out to you. Uh, Daquan Wiltshire, two hundred dollars. Don Marco. You should have been here, Daquan. Aren't you there, Bruh, Really? You're probably being black somewhere. <laughs> he said, "I'm so happy for y'all, man. Man, I couldn't make it because it's illegal to abort a seven year." <laughs> it's illegal to abort a seven year. -old. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm I'm just saying what he said, guys. It's legal to abort a seven year old, but I'm glad y'all have fun. Oh, shout out to Zena in the house. She <laughs> goes, shout out to Fresh and Fit, 1 million party. Shout, shout out to the, to the whole team. team. The party didn't start for two whole days. W Myron Yo, in the chat, bro. Shout out to Zena. Uh, Good Junkie says, have you guys heard the Corrido folk song they made for Andrew Tate? It's called El Matrix. That shit Loki slap. I've heard it, my friend. Amanda says, if I were to invest into Steve's eggplant. <laughs> what is your eggplant? What, what the? <laughs> okay, that's kind of weird, Amanda. Uh, I what? think he's single, Amanda, if you want to shoot your it's, shot. It's your girl. Numbers, I'm hopefully your girl. If I were to invest into Steve's <clears throat> How much crypto would that earn me? Let's <laughs> read the whole thing fresh, man. That's okay. I don't know. Nah, yeah. Money kind of game. <laughs> 23 says, get the legs up. Chat, what the fuck? Yeah, guys, like the goddamn video. All right, man. Steve, let her rip, brother. All auto right. All right. All right. So auto deduction. So um, basically the new thing coming out in, in 2023 is a big thing is they increase the mileage rate. So it's 65.5 cents per mile. Mm -hmm. So so that's something that you want to be aware of. So that, that's a big, that can add up to be a big deduction. So the way I'm going to approach this, I'm going to use the whiteboard over here. I don't know if you, you can see yeah. it over here. We'll put, we'll put the camera on the whiteboard. Yeah, yeah, they got it, yeah. And guys, while he, they're doing a the setup, guys, so regarding our car purchase, right, 
Nowadays, what's happening is the market is pretty much like down. However, if you're buying with a leverage, for, for example, business or for tax purposes, you can kind of get away with it and make sense. So he's going to break down why you should buy and why you shouldn't buy regarding taxes and also uh, depreciation. Yeah. So yeah. first thing, so the first things first. So we're going to talk about, um, you know, it doesn't matter what th this applies to whether it's a new car or a used car. So yeah. that's one thing, right? So we're going to talk about, talk about uh, the one that's going to be on. You need another marker? No, this is fine. Yeah. New. All right, so uh, new and then used cars, guys. Right. So that's that's number one. Number two is um, doesn't matter whether you pay for it in cash, okay, or credit. So in other words, if you get a if you get a loan, oh sorry, yeah. So I'll, I'll keep it. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. So so if you get a loan for the car, right? It doesn't matter if you pay for it cash or you you pay you use uh, the bank's money and you pay them interest on the loan, right? Mm. You're still going to get these deductions anyway. So we'll nice. we'll get into that. So that, I know that's a it's, it, it could be an area of confusion because I get that question a lot. Mm. Um, the other one is is we'll talk about is uh, multiple vehicles, right? All right, multiple cars, guys. And guys, uh, guess get your questions in as well. Like yes. you guys got like one of the best accountants right now. So if y'all got questions for free, for free, guys, we pay him a handsome salary yeah. to help us. So if you're gonna get his information, get pen and notepad yeah, because yeah. this is key. Yeah, yeah guys, yeah. Yeah. This, this is good. This is, is this limited, is good. guys. Yeah, yeah. So, you want to yeah. get your questions in because after yeah, we cover this, yeah, yeah I'll, we'll I'll do a Q and A. You want to buy all these cars, guys, and have this lifestyle? It's through Steve. So then the other one is um. I get I get this question. Oh yeah, I'm gonna go get this. I'm gonna get my car wrapped for my business. It doesn't matter if you're not using the car for business. Mm -hmm. Whether you get it wrapped and you're driving around, you know, with your buddies or whatever, and you say, "Oh well, I'm advertising my business." That's not a write-off. It's got to be business use. So in other words, you got you got you're going to a client or you're going to a lunch or you're using in you know to to transport materials or whatever that particular vehicle is used for in your business it has to be used for your vehicle just having it wrapped so that's another one that people it's a it's a it's a misconception they're like oh if i put a little magnet on there and you know it's i'm gonna get it right off that 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 doesn't that's not how it works it's mm. use so we want bit four is biz use business use okay so that, those those are the four things i wanted to cover in there so okay um all this that i'm going to talk about right now um is uh is basically going to be for um for you you can't you know this doesn't apply to personal mm. at all um so uh, uh yeah so this is all this is all business use stuff so th that's that's one of the major things i wanted to i wanted to uh press home so mm. when we talk about a car there's two ways that we deduct it for the business okay so very simple and it and the oops i want to knock this over the two ways that we deduct it for business are going to be through the mileage method mm. or we're going to use the actual method so you're always going to take the greater of the two so you're going to see what what's the mileage we're going to see how much mileage is and we're going to apply you know and for 2023 it's 65.5 so if you have you know 10,000 miles you're going to get a write-off of 65,000 i mean i'm sorry six thousand five hundred and fifty dollars right hmm. simple math um but then you want to take what the actual cost is right so that's going to be for depreciation. So I'm going to write these down. So I'm, I'm going to I'm going to talk about them, but I'm going to write them down real quick. Okay. So we got depreciation, you got repairs and maintenance, okay, and then we got like actual gas purchases. That's when you go to the marathon or you go you know go, go to the gas station, you get the receipt. Oh, I get to put fifty bucks in my car. Yeah, you save that. That's not mileage. That's gas, right? So it's the two ways that we're going to do it. So 
And guys, if you're broke right now, I understand that. But keep it in mind when you go go to buy your car and it rules a certain place, use it to your advantage. At least. So take notes, man. Okay. So we got the actual we got actual versus mileage, mileage. right? So twenty twenty three. And these just came into play this year, guys. Yeah. So I'm talking about this now because you know it's too late to, to to go back for 2022. So let's talk about right now, January. So this is a good time to start planning ahead. So if you're going to want to start a business or you have a business already, maybe you can make some changes. Go ahead. I'm I have sorry. a question, just real quick. Yeah. If you bought a car last year, can it apply for your car this year? These rules now. Yes. Yes. Because awesome. basically, nice. basically, you're going to have depreciation. You're going to have actual. You're going to have actual mileage. Or you're still going to go through these if you already have an existing car. Because, like I said, the first thing is like, this applies to new and used got cars. Nice. There you have it, guys. So keep your old car if you have still got it, for now at least. Depreciation. You got repairs um, and maintenance. Okay, and then uh, we got uh, gas. Right. Okay. Perfect. And then uh, here is the last one, lease. Because that's lease is an actual, right? Okay. So these, the, these are the two methods we use, mm -hmm. right? So I'm going to add up what my mileage is. I'm going to see what the amount is here. I'm going to add up what all my, my depreciation is. So maybe my depreciation is five grand for the year, right? And then my repairs and maintenance is 1500 And my gas is 1000 let's say. And, we'll, you know, if I'm depreciating it, I'm not leasing it, right? Mm -hmm. But if I'm leasing it, I still have these repairs, maintenance, gas, and lease. But if I'm leasing, I have these appreciation repairs in me, right? Okay. So, and we add them up and we take the greater of, and we do that for every vehicle that, that has, uh, you know, for business use. So just, uh, that's quick. Just kind of keep that, that in everybody's mind. All right. So. Now here's where I get I get the most questions is and that's where I, I think we talked about some of your cars you know we were talking hey you know should I lease should I buy yeah what's the depreciation we had remember we uh you guys had the the, the six thousand pound Range Rover car Range and all that Range Rover that was another one that we talked about too right so yeah. so I got like I'm gonna I broke it down to like six things but I'm gonna kind of group it into like what you should what typically the general rule of thumb is on on these so basically um we got like your We got high miles, right? We got mid to low cost, right? So we got high miles. So it's for this is business use, right? Yeah. So the one is that typically on this one here, the high mileage, high miles cost right so typically because it's a low cost vehicle mm -hmm. like we we're talking about previously on that slide the depreciation is going to be low right depreciation mm -hmm. only goes five years max on a car if you take if you do it the slowest method oh is it only over five so years five years Brooks, the house is 27 and a half right okay so you know within five years if it's a used car or whatever so you're typically on this one you're typically going to use the mileage method right So number two, again, now we got low. Low miles. Again, we're talking mid to low, right? 
Okay, so we got both low, right? Low minus low. So typically, you're going to use the actual. So this is this this here. You got to think about this when you're going. Like, let's say you don't have a vehicle, and you want to buy one, right? Mm. And you got to figure out, oh, am I going to be using it to transport a lot of materials? I'm going to use. You know, I have employees using it. It's going to get high miles on it, right? So typically, you're going to use the mileage on it, right? But if you're only going to use it occasionally to, you know, you go to the office, I go take a client Marketing. out, you know, for for lunch, or maybe I, you know, I drive it from my my uh, my house and I drive it to my shop. And then occasionally it might make a delivery or something like that. Those miles are typically going to be low. So you're typically going to do the actual method on that, right? Mm -hmm. Now we're talking about the high cost. This is where you come in, right? Right. Big baller brand. Big baller. Big baller status, man. Stop playing with the gang. Yeah, we'll go high cost, right? We'll go high cost. High cost, and then um, did I do that right? Oh no, no, no! I'm sorry. No, my bad. High cost. Someone in the chat said, "Take notes, brokies." <laughs> <laughs> Take notes. Yes, yes, yes. So now, right? So let's say the the miles, right? Are, are going to be um, less than fifty percent, right? That's less than fifty percent use. That would give you low low miles, right? So basically, in that case, this is what you're talking about. Lease. You got those two scenarios. I got a high cost, but I don't really use it a lot, right? Mm -hmm. That's you. Yeah. You lease because you could write off 100% of that lease payment. Boom. Okay. Now you know why I lease, guys. Okay. And also, why a lot of people buy like these cars are expensive because they know. If they have a business running, they could have the whole price of the car because they're leasing a car, pretty much. Exactly. Yeah. So, okay. Cool. Right, number, number four. four. I'm going to do, um, okay. Again, high, high cost. So, depending on your level of where you're at in life, in terms of like working and like finances, will determine where you end up on this uh, chart here. So, high. we can actually afford high, right? High cost, high miles. So we got a high cost vehicle mm. and we got high miles Damn. using that, right? That nigga risking it. He's using more than 50%. What do you, what should you do on that one? Okay. On this particular vehicle, yeah. I tell my clients, are you going to, you, you should hold that car for more than five years. Right. At Keep least. it a long time. You're going to depreciate it fully. Get your money's worth out of it because you're paying a lot of money for it. Mm. Um, you know, so on this one, this, this, this is, this is what I call the keeper. Yeah. I wouldn't even sell it, bro. I'll just keep it. Keeper, Honestly, okay. and then on this one, we typically um, do um, actual, uh, yeah, because it's, it's a high cost, yeah, um, yeah. And that, if I, that's, if, that's not always the case, yeah, because we're always any, any scenario, we're always going to take the mileage, yeah, and we're always, you know, but the problem is a lot of people are not, are not good at keeping a mileage log, yeah, that's true, so that's something, and there's a lot of simple apps right now, and today's, I mean, it used to be hard. But now on here for a free app, you just boom, 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 put your purpose in there, you know, clock it in. It's it, You could track your mileage on your phone for free. Just really easy. Just and, get into the habit of doing it, obviously. And some people, like to cheat, I want to say, pull, pulling the miles back. Guys, that's illegal. If you get caught doing that, you're going to jail. So what I say is, hey, 
even though it's high, high mileage car, just drive with caution because monitor the miles at least. It's totally you worth your time to track your mileage and keep a mileage log. Yeah. If you got a lot of miles, because it's such a huge, it's, I mean, it's 65.5%. That's a huge write off. Yeah. So, and uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. All right. So then number five. I don't know if you can see this one here on the screen. Yeah, they can see. Um, no. All right. Typically, yeah. So typically, again, I, I got I got the question mark. You don't know whether maybe you use it for fifty percent. Maybe you don't. It's kind of like some years you got a lot, some years you don't. So when is a question mark? Again, um, is typ typically going to be the mileage. The mileage is typically going to be the way to go on this one. Whenever it's a question, typically it's going to be mileage, right? Mm -hmm. And then um, the last one, okay. So before you erase that, Steve. Oh, oh damn, never mind. Sorry, I was going to say, go yeah, I was going to say, you should walk them back through it, uh, just so they kind of understand no all problem. the different scenarios for business use of their vehicle. No problem. Uh, okay. Just, to, just to put it all together for the people. So we're going to recap real fast everything he wrote down because he threw a lot at y'all. Yeah. And as you guys know, today's topic is we're going to talk about um, <clears throat> there's some new things put into place for the for 2023 taxes with vehicles where you can more aggressively uh, write off the mileage for business going, use right for now. For business use right now, so yeah. we're going over that right now because this can actually save you quite a bit of money. Hell, it might incentivize you to buy a car uh, in this market, which, like we said before, if you buy a car for a business, it's much different than buying it, you know, for yourself or some personal stuff, which is a big waste of money a lot of the time. So, go yeah. ahead, Steve, take them through it real fast. So, so basically, these two here. These two here are for your low to mid cost. All right, low to mid cost. Okay. These are for your low to mid cost. And that's and that's when they what their business vehicle. Yeah. Okay. So you got so you got low to mid cost car, right? Uh -huh. You're typically not going to get a high depreciation deduction on that, right? Uh -huh. So typically the mileage, if you're doing a lot of mileage on it, okay, you're typically going to go the mileage method. Right. Yeah. So this is what you got to think about when you're going in to do it. Like, I ran a extra, a, a very large x-ray company in the state of Florida for, for close to 10 years. Mm -hmm. And we sold it to a national company back in 2012. So we had a lot of vehicles on the road. And when I, when I first started that business, I bought brand new vehicles. Now we were doing portable x-ray, portable x-ray. I had my techs driving hundreds of miles a day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was a little stupid. I, you know, I made a mistake. I was like, why, why did I do stupid? that? Yeah. So I, I went out and I bought five vehicles. You know, I wanted, you know, I bought brand new. I had good credit. So I got, you know, five vehicles. I had five techs in there. Next thing you know, in a couple of months, that thing had like a couple hundred thousand miles on it. Oh, well. So when I went back in, when those vehicles were done, I went back and I, I didn't buy, I didn't buy um new, new anymore. I bought used. used. I bought something, you know, it was like half of the price, you know, maybe it was two or three years old and had, you know, made moderate miles on it or something like that. But, um, that was the mistake I made. Okay. And then, and then obviously we had the mileage right off on it. So that was just, that was just a dumb mistake I made on my part. So depending on the nature of your business and what you're going to be using that vehicle for, you have to think about this. You have to think of how much am I going to be driving this car? Oh, I'm going to be driving it a lot. Well, maybe you don't want to buy something brand new because you're going to rack up the miles on it and that thing's going to depreciate real quick. Yeah. Right. So buy something low to mid cost and rack up the miles on it. And then, uh, you know, get a nice, get a nice tax write off on it. Um, and then move on. Yeah, typically as a fundamental, if you're buying a new car, 
like as an L because first off, any new car you buy, the moment you drive off the lot, what is it? What happens to it? Depreciation. It depreciates, yeah. So you might as well just buy used or like yeah. certified pre-owned at least. Right. right. Yeah. So you know, depending on the nature of your business. Now, if you got low miles, right, and still a, a mid to low cost, you're probably going to wind up taking the actual. But again, you're always going to take the. You're always going to measure. You keep track of your miles if you don't know. It's very easy to do. You know, if you're you're kind of like in that in that middle range and you don't know, keep tracking your miles. You know, download a download a little app. You know, on your on your phone because people might be missing out on some great benefits yeah, because yeah. because what the yeah. you said what is it now six dollars six. Uh, 60 65.5 cents per per, per mile yeah you know? yeah which is in, in the past what was it in the past yeah before before this year uh last year was like they had they hit six months was like 59 cents and then uh, something like that and then it was like 62 cents towards the end of the year or something like that okay. now they cranked it up again to 65 yeah. okay so so, um, so if you add so it up right yeah you're gonna you can save quite but a bit think of about this let's say let's say um for instance you're driving you're driving your car right so i got a lot of guys that they save all their gas receipts right Mm. And they're paying what? You know, gas is really expensive. I'm paying three, four bucks. I'm, you know, and they, they gave me a shoebox full of receipts. I'm like, oh, that's kind of add them up for me. You know, I'm not gonna. I give them to somebody to add them up. I'm like, they add, they add them up, but they don't keep the mileage. Mm. You know, what I mean, it takes just as much effort to keep all those receipts and save them and then give them to me than it does just to punch in where you're going on your in and track your mileage, right? Yeah. Mm. So I'll what, get, app, what app should people use to track their mileage? Do you, do oh you my God, there's so many on there. Okay. Yeah, there's so many. They, they, it print out like a nice PDF report and they send it to us. It's really nice. It's 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 organized. Those clients that I have that use that. Um, but the point I'm making is like, let's say gas is three, you know, let's say just say it's three bucks, right? Three bucks a, a gallon, right? And an average car gives you what? 25 miles, okay? Per, so, per gallon. So now I got so the guy probably... giving me, he, he buys one gallon of gas, right? Gas receipt. So he gets a, Three dollar write off versus, right? You're just gonna get twenty five miles. To, let, let let's say let's say you get, some, I don't know. Let's round it up. Let's say you get twenty miles on it, right? Mm -hmm. So now you got you got sixty five point five percent, right? So now you're getting versus for for every three dollars, and it equals to the mileage. For, let's say it's twenty miles, right? Per gallon. So that write off is basically uh, thirteen bucks. But that and adds up though. Difference. So you're getting ten dollars more. Yeah, that adds up. That's okay. Huge. That's huge. I can see the difference. Think now. about you it. Know? You, you now go... extrapolate that out yeah. into like, you know, oh, I, I spent a thousand dollars on gas. You average those, you know, how many gallons did you get? And how many miles per gallon, right? Yeah. That's exponential. To break it down for a typical person, you go to buy a Toyota Honda, right? It's gonna be mid cost, maybe low miles. You go to work every single day. That adds up quickly over a period of time. In a year, you have to buy right. a bunch of miles. Right. So that's the other thing too that we'll talk. We're going to talk about. You know, um, we're going to get into like uh, commuting versus you know actually using the car for business. For business, purposes. yeah. Right. Okay. Business. So yeah. I'll finish up on that note and then I'll open it up for questions. But um, so let me go, let me go back over. Now we got in here. This is our high, right? This is our high. Okay. So Guys, get your questions in because we're going to go into the Q and A part here next. High cost, right? Low miles. That's you. Yeah. You want a lease. Okay? Lambo. Because you get, you can write off 100% of that. 100% of that right there. Okay. High cost, high miles. Keep it. That's like you're buying, like, for keep example, okay. uh, Nissan GTR that you want to keep forever you or like keep car like that. Car like, for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. That's what people get the your car. money's worth out of that. Drive that thing. Typically. To the typically. Yeah. yeah. And typically you're going to do the, the actual. actual. One, okay. And then if you don't know, again, it gets back to here. Like you're always, you're always going to balance, you know, say, okay, let's add up our miles. 
and let's see what the actual is, and then whatever is bigger you're going to take. Okay. Because okay. it used to be a joke to keep your mileage, but now there's actually an incentive now with, yes. the, with, the, with the bump uh, and, and being able to write off uh, the 65 cents per mileage. Guys, this like is gold, by the way, guys. Yeah. If you've got a tax person that, you don't, that doesn't know about this, hey, man, I saw this new update on taxes. This save you. This is going to save you thousands upon thousands of dollars, man. Yep. Here's, wow. here's what we did that one show about. Um, here's the last one, right? Number mm. seven. Okay, real quick. Number six, right? Okay. Number six. You're right. Number six. Yeah, you're good at math. <laughs> <laughs> Paying attention. All right, number six. Um, SUV and trucks, right? Yeah. Yeah, baby. All right. That Range Rover. Well, depends. Six thousand pounds, but. Okay, that's the big one right here, right? Mm-hmm. And I like this one because you get bonus appreciation. Okay, and it's gonna be eighty percent now this year for twenty twenty three. Sheesh. They dropped it. You said it was one hundred percent last year. They yeah. dropped it. And it's what? Gonna be, Why did they drop it? Yeah, it's just because these rules they only apply for and they sunset. It's called the sunset rule, so it's gonna they're gonna drop twenty percent every year until it sunsets and it's over with. That's a big yeah. drop, though. Yeah. Damn. Big one. And then um, then we got the I call it section one seventy nine. Oops. Okay. Um, that's expense. That's not depreciation. Expense. Okay. So you get a double whammy on that one. Typically on this one, you're going to take the actual typically almost all the time on this one. Mm-hmm. That's where you guys had the Rover. Yeah. So we did the, so, and there's a difference between these two here and here. Okay. So I like the bonus depreciation. And the reason why I like the bonus depreciation is because if you go to sell that car, mm-hmm. let's say you depreciate it fully, right? And then you go sell it. Now you got a hundred percent gain because when you depreciate it, you, your cost basis goes down to zero. And if you sell it, now you're at 100 percent capital gain on it, right? If you do, if you had section 179, you got what's called recapture, and it gets a little complicated. But the rate, the it's not you don't get taxed at a cap at normal capital gain rate because you got to add back the the section 179 depreciation that you took on it, mm. and that winds up being a, a higher rate. So with bonus, you don't get penalized for that. So I like to take bonus on this. Okay. So that that's kind of like a quick. Quick uh, nutshell there, because I'm seeing guys now, Steve. They go by the Escalades, right, and use this this hack with Escalades. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is this is the actual. This will always always be actual. Okay, in most cases, on this one. Okay. So, any questions? No, no. We did that with the Range Rover, basically. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, last year, we called Steve. Hey, Steve, want to get a Range Rover for the company? Yeah. Uh, what's the next step? And he broke it down for us, and it's like a no-brainer. Yeah. So. Yeah, definitely. Okay. And then um, now we're going to talk about. I see some good questions coming in too. Yeah. So good, good, good. Okay. I'm really excited for now. this. Go ahead, Steve. Guys, Myron's voice is from the one party, guys. He's <laughs> not sick. One party. <laughs> Woo! Talk the ball, he's sweating. Okay. <laughs> so now, let's say you got, your, you got your home office, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And you commute to go to your. Your main office, right? Let's say you lease a place, right? You get z- zero deduction, no deduction. Okay. Because that's that that's what they consider commuting, mm. right? So that's like you're going from your home to your W two job, right? 
You can't write that off. You can't, you can't track the miles on that. Ah, oh, damn. So that's, that's commuting, right? But if you go to, let's say you, you do welding or something, you got a shop, right? You got a shop. Okay. You could write the miles off on that one. Okay. okay. Nice drawing. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> We're not gnomes, bro. We're not dwarves or gnomes. So. His lunch. Home Depot. Right. What else? Um, the, uh, I don't know, Apple store. All business purposes. Mm -hmm. Okay. You get miles, 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 miles on all of it. Okay. okay. You do miles, miles, miles on all of it. Okay. What about for your home office? How much can you write off of that? Like if you use your home as like a work, like a workspace, right? So, yeah. And, and I, I kind of dissuade people from doing that, but typically okay. if, a, if there's a business owner, like I have a home office, yeah, but I don't fill out the home office schedule. Okay. There's a home office schedule because that goes into your itemized deductions and all that. So what I do is I make a journal entry mm -hmm. on my business books okay. for an allocation that I'm reimbursing myself. Okay. for the use of my home and that portion of whatever those expenses are. Uh -huh. And I cut myself a check as a distribution or, I mean, as a, as a regular, you know, like a, like a reimbursement. And then I write it off on my business as a line item. I just call it home is, office. Is that, is that better? Say, to do? Yeah. Because I remember uh, with, with, when the pandemic hit and people were working from home, they're incentivized. They were giving people like really big, uh, they're incentivizing them to use their home office. Cause right. a lot of people working from home. Right. Did they get rid of that? No, they actually, a lot, they actually went up. Oh, it went, up? went up. Yeah. Okay. But the problem is a lot of them like that they're using the home office, they're writing it off on their, on their schedule C or on their personal taxes. And then that threshold for the 1040, it's just, it's more of a red flag. Mm -hmm. So I like to move it'll get you, one. it'll get yeah, you because it, Yeah. It's, it's one of those things that, you know, they, the, and it, and it, it is a cheap audit because what they'll do is they'll just add, it's a correspondence audit. It's not even a real person that's generating a letter. They're just, oh. they'll flag it on the return and it's like a computer generated notice. You get it and then you get, you know, 17 page thing saying, you know, we're going to adjust your return because it's higher than the average, you know? Uh. And then they'll be like, okay, can you submit, uh, you know, your, all these statements, all these documents and the average person's going to be like, oh, I'm, I don't want to like it. Maybe they don't have it. Maybe they don't, you know, so they get nervous and they, do, they don't fight it and then they, they go with the adjustment. So I veer away from that and I put it on my S corp return. It can be tricky. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's one of them. I don't like that one. I don't, I don't like the home office deduction. Um, unless the person that gives me their stuff is like pretty accurate. They give me the square footage and they have all their bills laid out and stuff like that. But gotcha. I, I don't have too much of that stuff though. Typically most of the people I have have businesses. So we get away, we just put it on the business. Gotcha. Um, I think that's pretty much it for the for the home office. I, I don't know if you had another question. I thought you had a question. Yeah. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Let, let's do the chats, though. Uh, do you want to do the chats? Let's right. do the chats. So same. I saw a couple good questions that came through. So uh, let's see. These are some gems, guys. I'm telling yeah. you, bro. All right. We got Voice here. purple. Uh, when you end with Myron's voice and Christina's face, you know the party was good. Well deserved. And cheers, cheers from, from Spain. Spain. Thanks, <laughs> Mr. Quiet. Mouse says to Steve, currently a first year student planning to major in accounting. Long term belief forensic accounting might be what interests me. Any advice? Yeah, I mean, there's a shortage and there's going to be a future shortage of accountants. They can't find enough people. So definitely it's a good field to get into for future, um, for future, you know, you, you could, you'll, you won't have a hard time finding a job. Mm -hmm. And even if you want to hang your own shiggle and, and, and run your own gig, you won't have a problem. There will, there will not be a shortage of clients for you. Yeah, do it now before AI yeah. comes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> exactly. Before AI. Man, Josh Sintor says, 
I don't remember anything. Bro, he was lit as hell at the party. Shout out to you, bro, for supporting as well. He got everyone a table at Gold Rush. Oh, uh, shout out to him, man. Nice. Dr. B84, he was here at the party as well. I'm back at work, but the party was a movie. Shout out to the whole FNF crew. I danced my ass off. You shout did, brother. Doc, doctor's orders. W in the chat. Kig, uh, QJ reacts, says, I couldn't get a picture, but we were lit. Bro, you should have nice. came out to us, bro. Yeah, you should have came out. Alex, Steve, question about wedding an accountant. Going from a W2 person into a property investor. Where does a person start at finding a good accountant? What makes a good accountant? And things you should first ask them uh, for really that good uh, question. detail. Really good question. He wants to know how to find a good accountant, basically. So basically, um, I you know, you could start by asking people in your in in, in that particular, you know, if you're gonna I don't know what type of property investing you're doing, but I'm sure there's gonna be real estate agents or, or other investors in there who they use locally. And, Referrals. and who they like. Yeah, yeah. Because you definitely want to go to somebody that has experience in property because there are nuances in every area and in every industry in, in certain uh, businesses that you want to make sure you enlist the help of that specific tax professional that knows the ins and outs and all the little tricks and secrets about that particular industry. Steve is very good in real estate. Steve manages, uh, he did my tax, my real estate. And what we had, we bought seven last year. And then, lot, yeah. or no or no yeah. sorry that was that was the year before but this year i got five yeah i think i got five yeah. this year so can you tell the people real quick like what are some strategies that we use to knock down our tax liability well, for the biggest the biggest overriding one um was the uh, cost segregation which yeah. you know that's a whole show in itself yeah it's a pretty complicated thing i think we did one on that but yeah. um you know I, I i think there's probably an opportunity to do something on that like that's a little bit more clear i think kind of yeah. similar to what we did here to break it down and make it more digestible um, but yeah, cost segregation was like the huge one for you. Yeah. So basically, bro, what you should do is join a real estate group and ask people in there, hey, I'm looking for an accountant. Do you have any referrals for me? And that can help you. For example, even right here in the studio. Yeah. I need an accountant. What do I do? Yo, Myron, you know anybody? He point me to Steve. Yeah. And that, and that's another thing too. And I'm glad you brought that up because that, that one question that Super Chat is um, talking about, you know, make sure the, the accountant that you use knows, has an understanding of cost segregation because that that makes go. a world of difference like you said you know 27 and a half years for residential rental property that's a long time to be depreciating 127.5 of that and you don't get much of a depreciation uh, so you have to segregate the cost of the house so basically most most accountants will just take you know oh i bought a house for 500,000 and then like oh, they'll allocate like maybe a hundred thousand to like land mm -hmm. and four hundred thousand they'll they'll just depreciate over twenty seven and a half years. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well you can go deeper if it's you know there's certain rules and cost segregation and you can you can basically separate like the appliances, like things that are not permanently fixed to the house. Yeah. And you and you take those out and those you can depreciate over faster mm -hmm. time frames. And that really pumps up the depreciation and it makes a huge difference. If you're saving, you know, I mean thousands and thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars in some cases if it's a multi million dollar property. Yeah. And you know that you know nowadays with the with the price spike in in the real estate market, then I mean a five hundred or a million dollar property is you know it actually helps you. Now. It actually right helps now. set the house. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So uh, no, that's a good question, man. But yeah, they, they, that, those are some places to start. Very good question. LP Berserker says, "Should I or shouldn't I not change my phone account into a business account through my carrier? Does it make a difference? Can I sell it off either way?" Uh, so he wants to go from personal to business. Oh yeah, we went through account. this, Steve, earlier this year. What is it worth it? From personal to business of phone account? Is it, is it no, worth it? I mean, nowadays, just, I mean, that's one where the government actually gives you a $1,200, like, uh, de minimis, don't ask any questions, don't, don't you don't have to verify anything, basically. <laughs> and yeah, it's, nice. it's like, yeah, because everybody's got a cell phone now, and everybody yeah. uses it for business. 
you know, and, and it's so pervasive now. So yeah, that's just one where you don't, you don't need to like segregate that particular expense line item. I wouldn't worry about it. And actually, I went through that pain in the ass earlier this year. Remember, I was at Verizon, and they kept asking me for all these stupid documents and, then that's and everything. And that's another problem, too, is like, yeah. Yeah, if you use it for business, and you get, you know, trying to get it uh, hooked up with your service and all this stuff yeah. through the through the service providers. Problem, They're going to yeah. want your incorporation yeah. records. It's a pain in the ass, but yeah. it might not be worth it. Yeah, I mean, what you might want to think about doing is um, getting a Google uh, Google number so you don't get a lot of calls, and you can turn, like, a, what is it called? Google Voice, Google Voice number, where you get a you get a, a phone number, and then it's you know I have that, and then you just set your set your uh, it's a different number, so when you call out, they don't have your, and then like if you want to shut shut down after hours or whatever, you just turn your notifications off, and they don't have access to you, you know, when you're when you're doing private stuff. Okay. Uh, Twenty three says so. Finance a car, it's not five percent interest rate, and under the business, you pay the principal, but write off the interest, right? Yeah. So if you've got a loan for the car and you're paying five percent interest, you're gonna write off that interest. Every every penny of it. Cool. Big Mo with an E says, How long do you have to have an LLC to buy a car under it? Can I just make an LLC to buy the car right away? Or is there a wait period? Ah, that's a good question. Thanks for it. Yeah, that goes back to like the guy that wanted to put a wrapper on his car and like, yeah. okay, now it's business use type of thing. Thanks for asking that question. Um, so basically it doesn't matter. And I tell a lot of my clients like, Oh, do I gotta put the car in my business name, you know, this and that? I'm like, you don't. Because again, it goes back to business use. Are you using it in your business for, for a valid business purpose? That's it. The IRS doesn't care if it's titled in your name or the LLC. Okay. Uh, Tony's theory once again says trillions are being pumped into the stock market, especially crypto, but will hit a hard surge and then it's going to crash harder than we've seen. And this will happen this year. Economy recovery will begin 2024. All right. That's okay. his prediction. Dingleberry hand pump. What the f what if you buy a what if you buy a vehicle from an individual third party with cash? Doesn't matter. So that was the first thing I put. You know, it doesn't matter whether you spend cash on it or you borrow the money from the bank. Mm -hmm. So it, it seems to me, Steve, that you, you're always better off, kind of like with real estate, using as less of your money as possible. Yeah, I mean, get if you can get a good rate on that, you know, definitely. Um, you know, rates right now, you guys were talking about they're not that. You know, they're not that great. They kind of yeah. Up right now is not a great time. Car so market's kind of yeah up right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um. But yeah, so, you know, if, when the rates were low, you know, definitely finance. I mean, I got a 0% on my, on my, uh, my SUV Holy. back when it was like, well, this is, this is pre, uh, no, it's right when COVID hit actually. Yeah. Right. when Like the kind of like the dealers were panicking. So I had a 0%. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to pay I'm not going to uh, use time to pay it. And, and, you know, so if even if I was one or 2%, I would just definitely uh, finance it. But and those then, lows, yeah. those low rates, I mean, everyone, everyone getting approved cause a problem because now they can't afford a car anymore and maybe repossess. Right. It's not a market. It's all right. messed up. You know, and you can use it for a business. It's better to keep more. Like, let's say you got a $50,000 vehicle and you're going to pay, you know, let's say you pay five, 6% on it. Uh, use the bank's money, take that $50,000, invest into your business and make more. If you could, if you could get a return on your $50,000 higher than the interest rate you're paying the bank, then you're, you're, you're winning. Okay. Yeah. Jose Ramirez says, Steve, I want to do a 103. Uh, 1031, exchange, 1031 exchange, but I have a primary residence. I was thinking about leasing it to someone for a short period of time to make this legal. Any advice here? My capital gains are a little over a mil. I'm in New York, by the way. So the yeah, that that's a that's that is a, a high end question there. Um, that's substance over form. So I don't know the de the details on that. I got had a few clients calling me on that stuff. They want to convert their primary residence to a you know, LLC business type of thing, and then try to do a 1031 exchange for the capital gain on it. Yeah. I'm not sure how much of a capital gain you have on it, but you still got the exemption. 
because there's a $500,000 exemption if you're married and it's 250 if you're if uh you know you can exempt up to 250 on that gain for a primary residence. So that's something to think about. Um but you know that that question there is beyond the scope of you know that's something you want to talk to a real professional on. Where can he hit you on the site if anything for for um or just hit your email? Yeah, just uh, DM me at uh, seeing beyond the numbers. Cool. All right. Yeah. Cool Epp says, "What is Myrstone like? He ate a box. Actually, chat ninjas. Uh, he didn't, he just started from the party, bro. Yeah. Uh, Rodrigo, what's the best way to take care of credit and collections? For example, a credit card and collections. I mean, that's a credit question, but take care of a credit and collections. For example, uh, number one, pay it. Just, just, <laughs> yeah. just pay it off, bro. Yo, yo uh, if it's been seven years, then I mean, you could call, call you know, yeah, it. call and try to negotiate get it down, and then just that's say awesome. yeah. have them like, what do you do? Have them give you some type of confirmation that they're gonna report it on your credit or something like that. Yeah. Paid so, off. so yeah. like when you're in collections, bro, that's not a good place to be. But a lot of the times, these by the time you're in collections, someone else has the debt. Yeah. And since someone yeah. else has the debt, they just their job is just to collect the money because they already bought it. So they're just trying to make some kind of money. So sometimes when you call them and say, "Hey, listen, guys, I you know I know it's a thousand dollars. I could pay y'all seven hundred. Yeah. A lot of the times they'll take that. Yeah, because what the bank does, the bank writes it off on their books as uncollectible. They give it to a collection agency. That collection agency, whatever they collect, they'll maybe split it with 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 the original. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So for so them, they they're care. just trying to make some kind yeah. of money because yeah. they know that there's a high likelihood they won't. So if you call and say, "Listen, guys, I don't have all the money. You negotiate with them, and you pay just something lower, you'll you'll be good." So and that'll that'll dramatically increase your your credit, guys. Anytime you got something in collections, it, it's it's because yeah, they buy out. it. They buy it for nothing. Yeah. They're just like, hey, well, you got a hundred thousand dollars that you know you, you you're owed, and they're like, yeah, take it. We're gonna write it off. They have probably some type of insurance policy on those yeah. collections, and then that you know, let's say you collect twenty five grand, mm -hmm. and then we split it. So yep. I get thirteen five, you get you know, or, exactly. or, you know, whatever. They, right. they'll, they'll yeah, and they, and they take all the risk because yeah. they're the ones chasing you, calling you, right. etc. So they'll they'll take whatever they, they can get. Freshman, this is all uh, apply only in the U.S. or is it globally? Uh, US. This is US, US. IRS, yeah. Turn, yeah, IRS. Repent and obey Jesus. Can I buy a car for myself personally, at least with the company that I own? Pay it off with passive income. Second question, how accurate do your miles have to be? I usually underestimate mine by 5%. Um, That's a lot of questions in one, my friend. Okay, so they're let's, good, start, let's, let's break it down real quick. What, so leasing, so I don't know why you want to do that. Again, you just, if you're going to be, you, it's going gonna, it's gonna to end up on your return, whether you have an LLC Unless you're going to do a C corp, and nobody does a C corp anymore. So mm -hmm. let's say you buy the car and you lease it to yourself. So now you got your personal 1040, and now you got your S corp. That whatever happens on S corp is going to end up back on your 1040. That's what people don't understand. So you're you're just complicating and making this whole web, and you're going to get back to the same thing where where you know basically you still have to justify that you're using that car for vehicle, uh, for business purposes. So why go through all the minutia of making it all complicated? Steve, can you break yeah. down the differences between uh, like LLC and S corp? Because I remember I made this mistake myself, where I was like an LLC originally, and then you switched me over to an S corp because a lot of people ask, "Hey, what's the difference? Why, yeah, why, why, why quick, should I? Quick. How should I incorporate?" So, real quick, and I'll. We got y'all, man. We're gonna give you guys a sauce. What other podcast helps you guys with getting your money on point, starting a business, not being a bum, getting girls, getting y'all all the sauce, man. <laughs> With my voice gone. <laughs> hey man, W in the chat because Myron still showed up. He could have been like, "Oh, bro, I'm today, today off, bro." Nah, but he showed up. Three shows. We man. made it work. Three shows. We making it happen. Baby. Back to back, baby. Okay. Back so to back to back. Let's go. This is how we first initiated our conversation. Yes. Was yes. hey, I got Guys, this Please LLC. write this down. This is very important. What he's about to go over. Go ahead. So Myron had a W two job. Okay, and he started an LLC for your training. I think your physical fitness training, business, yeah. fitness business. Okay, and. Got it. I think you did. You have a tax ID number. I can't refresh my memory. 
Did you get a special tax ID number for that LLC? Yes, I did. Okay. I did. I, did. So so I was working FBI. for the government okay. at my W-2 job, and I had the unplugged fitness. I do FEIN. That's Federal Employer Identification Number. Yes. We call it FEIN, right? <laughs> so you did the LLC. So every state has their own state uh, department of state where you go and you form your entity, right? And they're all online, all 50 of them probably. So you do an LLC, and this is the, this is the mistake that most people do. They just do the LLC, they get a tax ID number, and they think, all right, I'm good to go. Problem is, that LLC, okay, if you're just by yourself, is a sole member. Now, I don't have a problem with this structure if you're doing real estate, like a rental property like you're doing, right? Yeah. Because all you do... That goes right to your schedule E rental, boom, you're done, right? Mm -hmm. But if you're going to be operating an actual business like you were doing, right? Mm -hmm. You're providing services over yeah. the internet and doing training. So the problem is what I do is I take that LLC here, okay? And I elect. Elect. S Corp. Okay? <clears throat> I elect S Corp status. And you have to do that filing two specific forms. Mm -hmm. It's pretty easy. Um, and this is something I'm going to talk about because I think I was, I'm going to start a channel where I'm talking about, I'm going to walk people through this stuff where we can get more in depth. Uh, it's all free. It's we all need that. Be free stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I'll, I'm going to, I'm already in the, in the process of getting that. I just had a little hiccup the past few months, um, getting that off the ground. Now I'm at tax season, but that's going to be you know, something where I'll just, people can do like an AMA and stuff like that. So they can ask questions like this. Cool. So do the S Corp election. And, um, the benefit of that is because. If you don't do that and you run in the business, right? So if you don't elect S Corp status, then you default to Schedule C, okay? That Schedule C is a profit and loss on your 1040, and it's the most audited form in the IRS. Hold on, one more time for the people. <laughs> One more time for that because of what you just said. There. Absolutely, hey, that's, this is one form that I I detest. I hate it, bro. You, you real talk, guys. It. You don't ever want to be audited, bro. Yeah, you, you don't, don't want to be a Schedule C. Yeah. Okay, and then the reason why the IRS came out with this was for people that are running little businesses out of their garage. It's a hobby. It's a hobby uh, schedule, right? Hmm. So a lot of people use this thing, and they they do they do the LLC, okay, and then they they forget to do the S corp, and then they end up here and they come to me. And then all of a sudden, now they want to write off everything and they get a loss and they're, they're, they're taking a huge loss against their W-2 income. And that's red flag right there. Do the red flag. Red flag. Yeah, be, that's, that's orange flag, but okay. Yo, be, being, edit, yo, being audited by our IRS, bro, is your worst nightmare. So, because, yeah. because, and I think the reason why this is so important for the guys is because a lot of guys will have a regular job. Yeah. They'll start a business. And then they'll fall into this trap right here that you yeah. just described yep. where they'll, they'll start making income from their business yep. as well as still have their W-2 job while they're, you know, doing the segue to becoming yep. an entrepreneur. And this guy's can hit, mess you up in the beginning of your entrepreneurial venture. And then you want to be, you, you want to, you want to elect. And then what happens on this one, okay? <laughs> this one goes to an 1120S form, okay? And basically you're a little tiny fish in a huge, massive ocean. Yo. Okay. And then, you know, you, 
the, the, the chances of you getting audited are like slim to none. So, so the chances could, the chances go down yeah. drastically of you yeah. being audited because now you're in a big ass ocean yeah. with other sharks. Right. Versus if you go the LLC route, let's don't say, elect to be an S corp. Let's say your Schedule C does produce you a valid ten thousand dollar loss. Okay. Okay. All right. That gets net against your W two wages. Okay. <laughs> it goes against your W two wages. Red flag. It's a huge red flag. Okay. But let's say this. Is and you said that's the most audited form in in uh, yeah. by the IRS. Yes. So for all you guys that want to become entrepreneurs, you don't want to start your entrepreneurial venture getting audited by the IRS because you didn't set up properly. Yo, could you imagine making like a thousand thousand dollars? Let's say maybe like five k for the whole year. You get audited, bro. That's an L, <laughs> oh, bro. Oh my gosh, Jeez. that's a huge L. Now we put that loss, the same the same uh, ten thousand dollar loss on uh, eleven twenty. Okay, that does end up on your ten forty, but it comes in on a K one. Okay. Okay. okay? And that K1, okay, and here's why I do it. I do it this way is because there's two departments in the IRS that do auditing. It's the examination departments, one that focuses on the 1040s, and one that focuses. They're different. So you want to divide and conquer. So this is this is the person that audits 1040s and Schedule Cs can audit your business and your personal. Okay, this is your business and your personal. Mm. But if you separate it here, they can't audit you because they can only stick to here and they get a K1 and that K1 that's up here, they can't audit that. That just ends up on your 1040. You should still take the $10,000 loss, but the but the auditor can't look at your subchapter S because they, they deal only with individuals. Mm. There you go. There you go, guys. Secret jump there, guys. game right now, man. For free, uh, by the way. Yeah. Uh, All let's right. see here. Um, we got here me in the chat. They're saying, I've guys, been, been here's an update, man. Myron's voice is gone because of one more party, guys. It was lit. If you missed it, sorry to hear that, man. Reed Herbert says, What's a good interest rate for a car loan? Honestly, bro, risks are high, high sevens now. Well, great was like three percent, two percent back in the day, but now yeah. they're pretty high. Uh, Jose Ramirez, oh no, guys, hold on, hold on one second. We're talking money right now. We're from our sponsor coming up right now, <laughs> talking about money. Let's go. Uh, this episode is sponsored by Rocket Money. Hey guys, this is Myron Gaines from the Fresh Fit Podcast. Are you guys wasting money? You guys better not be. You guys know how much we discuss about you wasting your money. People don't understand how easy it is to waste money because we rarely notice. And Fresh and I are not ashamed to admit that we have been there so we know how it's like. And you remember us telling stories on how we used to waste money on subscriptions, but we're not the only ones. Say goodbye to last year's outdated, disorganized methods of managing your money and say hello to Rocket Money. A better way to hack your finances in 2023. Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill, is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, like that streaming service you bought to watch just one show on or that free trial that you never even used. Rocket Money will quickly and easily identify subscriptions for you so you can stop paying for the ones you don't want. Rocket Money makes canceling subscriptions as easy as a click of a button. Simply find a subscription you don't want and press cancel, and Rocket Money will cancel it for you. No more long hold times with customer service or tedious emailing back and forth. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving the average person up to $720 a year. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash fresh fit. That's rocketmoney.com slash fresh fit. One more time, rocketmoney.com slash fresh fit. Peace out, guys. All right. All right. You know what? I won't lie. I'm we, for this NPC voice over to Martin's current voice right now. Uh, we are back, man. Listen, this is going to be only for today, man. He'll be fine. All right. Um. 
we have here uh Cole Epps says Luke Jaywalker said Myron committed the cardinal sin of false <laughs> consumption. Okay, bro. <laughs> Jose Ramirez says move to Texas in coming in coming months. I've been inspired by Myron to venture into real estate and optimize my tax savings. Can you offer any suggestions how to secure accounting of your caliber? Uh, or provide criteria to consider in my search. Yeah, What's it kind of goes back to that last question. Yeah. Like, you know, find people in that circle yeah. that they're going to do investing in and then get somebody that you know, uh, does cost segregation, obviously, and then, you know, somebody that's skilled at real estate. Guys, my best tip I've learned from networking is, hey, someone with a good background and good setup, ask for their referrals because their network of people are extensive. And likely if you're in the same environment, you can need that person as well. So that's a very good tip. Yeah. Uh, um, wait, I think we missed one though. Uh, can I, can I write off my vehicle or miles if I already own and it's not through LLC? Yeah. Did yeah. we answer that one? Yeah. 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 Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't okay. matter. You yeah. use, um, yeah. It doesn't matter. Your title doesn't matter. Okay. Title doesn't matter. Neil Stewart. How can you use passive loss in bracket real estates to reduce W2 income? Besides doing short-term rentals, having a hard time figuring out how to reduce W2 to income using long-term rentals. Real estate professional. So we're talking about real estate profession. If you have your real estate license or you have your broker's license mm -hmm. and you spend more than 500 hours per year in that industry, then you can uh, deduct a higher amount and not be limited. Um, I think it's a $25,000 limit, uh, you know, max on there. Okay. So if you're not, um, but uh, yeah, so I think that was. So you think the best way to, to do it is for yeah, him to identify yeah. as a real estate professional. Yeah. That helped me a lot guys. Cause uh, with, with my taxes, when, when we identified me as a real estate professional, I was able to, um, we all the rental. It wasn't that you were taking losses on there necessarily, yeah. but you just had the depreciation deduction on there. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. And I'm putting in my hours now to become a real estate pro, uh, pro as well. Okay. Putting in my hours. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, you you definitely if you want to get into real estate, yeah. you, you want to definitely time, become a real estate professional. Niggas roasting me in the chat. My the Godfather. All right. Actually, you know what you sound like? What? Mike from uh, Logan Paul's podcast, Mike Magic. I sound like him, bro. That's hey, so Mike Magic. All right. Put up a life, guys. Can you read this chat? Bumpy says, my sister opened an LLC, but has not did anything with it ever. Its sense has been established for three years now. And she's getting mail from the uh, state about 20K in tax lien that's old. What should she do? Damn. She needs to go talk to somebody. Quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, say that, wait, wild. say that one again. She what? She's got a, she's got a what? A 20K tax lien that's old. What should she do? Because she's been getting mail for three years now for LLC and she didn't make any money at all. I'm like, wow, that's crazy. I mean, those drop off after 10 years. I don't know how, how old it is, but they drop off after 10 years. Um, and then after it's, they, they, they park it as a uh, non-collectible in the IRS. So, I mean, you could, you could, you could probably work. If she didn't do anything, them. then why are they charging her 20 K bro? Yeah. That's kind of weird. You sure she didn't do anything, bro? She might, she might have told she you. She could have got a 1099. That was another thing I wanted to talk to people about real quick, but then we'll have to save that for another time. But the 1099, a lot of times they get those and, and then the people don't report that income. And then the IRS, assumes that's a hundred percent income with zero expenses against it and it's a hundred percent profit and then they just automatically generate a notice in there. That happens a lot. Bro, your sister yeah. about to have the boys visit. <laughs> FBI, she might be able to file and take some expenses against maybe, you know, hypothetically. Lazar, please check the Vice documentary on Tate at 43 minutes and five seconds. The text shows he's, he's innocent. Yeah, I posted on my Instagram. It's BS. Latage official says all of my charge off cards at the most have bounces barely over 1k. Is it worth trying to negotiate? And what did they say no? If they say no, they say no, bro. Yeah, I mean, but it's always it worth it. Yeah. It's always worth it. Remember, by the time it's in collections, bro, it's not the, that it's not the banks anymore. It's some private company that's collecting the money. That's yeah. like saying you could pay 1k when you owe like 2k. Just pay the 1k, get over it. Yeah. 
Um, Decent says, I live in Australia. Would this detailed advice apply to Aussies? Or should I pay an accountant in the Aussie for advice on property and car purchases? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not familiar with Australian tax law, but I mean, I know it's probably similar to what we do here in IRS. It, it definitely is, yeah. yeah I, I, because uh, Tom Wheelwright's book, Tax-Free Wealth, yeah. he talks about this where like real estate typically is very similar across the different countries. I mean, you might not be as, as good as us because I know Australia has some like really lame ta- tax uh, real estate laws, mm-hmm. but they're all fairly it's similar. similar. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. Yeah, that was going to... Uh, uh, that's great. Yeah. Okay. Latas says my credit is four ninety. Goddamn! I have to pay off my six. Fuck? Yeah, that's Ouch. terrible, bro. Bruh. I have to pay off my six k credit card debt and charge offs. Do you think I could reach a seven hundred score by the end of the year, nigga? You need some help, bro. Look, I'll tell you this, bro. <laughs> first thing first, pay off your debts. Then talk to us after getting out score because, bro, that's terrible. Bro, yeah, yeah, you, you know, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, um, you gotta pay that debt off, bro. Yeah, you gotta pay that debt off. Like four ninety, you're not gonna be able to buy anything in the future. No, take out that bandaid, bro. Take out the bandaid. Yeah, just. Yeah. Uh, Latai says, can you get reapproved for a credit card that got closed, plus char- uh, charged off? Um, I don't think so, bro. If it gets closed, I think you're done, right? No, reapproved for a credit card that got closed slash no. charged off? Probably not. I don't think Once so. They probably close the account. Yeah, yeah. close the close. They you, close it out. You and, probably owed and money and they closed you. If you have a lot of history on that credit line, it's going to affect you, your score a little bit. Uh, Armando Castellon says, hey, guys, best channel ever. I started watching maybe like three months ago and I had no credit. I just became an authorized user on my aunt's credit card. That's what I did. And it shot up to 760. Oh, good, dude. That's fire. So get it, right? Authorized user went from, I don't know what you were before, but 760 is really high. Uh, what should my next move be? Honestly, bro, just like but start buying assets. Buy assets, bro. At that point, you could buy the best rates, get the best rates. So shout out to you. Uh, 23 says, pay off the old debt that will take more than three years of, or fell for bankruptcy. Ooh. Steve, what are your thoughts what on this? What do you think of that? Say that again? He said, said pay off old debt. That will take more than three years to pay off or fell for, for bankruptcy. Well, if you do for bankruptcy, it stays on there, what, 10 years now? So, I mean, that's not a that's not a good deal. So, Damn. Um, you know, you t- pick your poison there. You want to do three years and be done with it? And move on and reestablish your credit or wait 10 years. That's a long time. But hold on, bro. Yeah. Why three years? Get a second job. I get a side business. Yeah. I can speed up even faster. Yeah. Might as well. There you go. Mark Mansfield's BWC. Okay. Yeah. Bankruptcy is, is almost always like an L, bro. The ultimate L. Yeah. Myron, do you ever regret leaving your past life and government job? You seem really passionate about your past agent work. I fed it podcast that you do. Yeah, bro. I miss it every day. I think about it every day. Mm-hmm. Tell yeah, things. Is it advisable to put a car in your company's name so that police cannot repo the car during traffic stops? I've heard lots of entrepreneurs doing so to avoid lot fees. I don't. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, <laughs> I don't put my vehicles in my business name just because of the insurance rating and I mean, but I, you know, I'm a CPA, so I just put it in my personal. Um, but you know, it depends on the nature of your business. If you got a company car and you're using, you got employees driving it and stuff like that, the insurance company might just force you to put it in the business name. So that's something you got to think about. All right, cool. Um, we have here, uh, Tony's theory says, is it better to apply for a contract job on a W-2 or open your own LLC on a 1099? Pros and cons. So is it better to apply for a contract job on a W-2 or open your own LLC on a 1099? Pros and cons. I'm not sure what that question is asking. Oh, okay. I think, I think he's, is it better yeah. for him to just uh, to get 1099s from people so that he could do contract work? Because he's like, a, yeah. he's like, a, it looks like he's a freelance, freelance guy, a freelance guy. Oh yeah, always. Or, or, yeah. or should he, or should he, um, uh, most people that are going to pay people, like for instance, I would love to have all people that are like 1099 contractors because it really reduces the liability. I don't want to have to be filing, you know, payroll taxes on there. You know, they, you know, there, there's a, there's a lot of issues to it. 
Um, depending on the nature of the work that you have somebody doing. So freelancing, you know, I prefer like if I could to pay somebody freelance. Um, but the thing with that is if you're gonna if you're gonna establish yourself as a freelancer, then yeah, you should form an LLC and do a subchapter S depending on how much you're making. If you're doing like oh, I think okay. that there was like the fifty thousand dollar rule, like if you're gonna make over fifty grand a year, so then you should definitely do the LLC and become a, a sub uh subchapter S and take and then just track all your expenses and write everything off um there you go but then also put a little bit of money away if you think you're going to be profitable mm -hmm. so you could pay your taxes at the end of the year and then once you do your first year like that figure out if you got to pay your taxes in every three months all right so if you're gonna yeah. if they're gonna make over fifty thousand dollars a year make that's the, LLC. the general rule i think you know typically when i see somebody doing a business they're like i was like okay you need to get incorporated you need to form a you know okay a, a and, and so make the llc like does an s corp and uh, and then get the 1099s from their people that yeah. hire them. Yeah. Okay. AWS Osher says, hey, Steve, since we are on the subject of businesses and cars, is a, coll a collision shop profitable to open in your in your opinion? I guess for like um, yeah. accidents. I mean, it's always, yeah, it's all, yeah, there's, I mean. They're always full you, of customers, There's no bro. shortage of work right there. Yeah, accidents will happen, especially yeah. with women drivers. <clears throat> Anyhow, new story says, hey, Steve, I'm calling <laughs> in clients. Um. Right now, I am not because like we're we're in a full we're in a full swing of things right now in tax season, and I'm only doing select clients like on a referral basis. If there's somebody that you know they're high net worth individuals, and we have a couple threats. So in other words, net. no brokies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, we got we, we're pretty we're pretty uh, we're pretty full right now. Listen, yeah. man, we finally made, made it to that point. It took us a while. Um, Poppy oh, Mangu Steve always dances around. He's like, <laughs> yeah, we're kind of full right now. We're, yeah. we're only doing high network. We're stacking yeah. papers. I mean, yeah, I got, he I doesn't want to say, I don't want to deal with you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. No, no. So that's what, so what, I, nice. what I'll do Stop is that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do my channel. I'm going to do an AMA. Stop I'm going to do shows like this once or twice a week. Yeah, go to his channel for free content. Free content. You want a real shit? You got to that nigga. Steve just don't want to say There's a need for this, though. I mean, this is, you know. Yeah, listen, man. Get your money up, bro. Happy uh, Mango Gaming says, "Does financing a vehicle and paying it off on your, your, on time because your, your credit score?" Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Why wouldn't it? Angel the vlog says, "If you're on a podcast out of a rental, do you have any tax benefits you can take advantage of? If so, what?" Oh, we can tell them about my situation. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, you got your all the equipment that you're buying, and then you're going to set up a certain, uh, you know, allocation of your how of your uh, situation where you can you can write it off. Um, part of, part of your lease as an expense or whatever. Um, so yeah, definitely you, you can yeah. definitely set that up to take advantage of tax write-offs. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully you make some money, nigga. All right, Papu Mango Gaming says another question: Does this auto tax rule apply to those who use their cars for DoorDash and Instacart? Oh, another side is like Uber Eats, I guess, like that. Yeah, so you get your ten ninety nine for you know working for those companies, and then you know I don't know. Again, it's going to be you got to you got to you got to. Uh, assess how much you're making that $50,000 rule or, or not, you know, but obviously you're going to have a ton of mileage, a ton of expenses on your car. And, and it definitely this is a big one. This, this is what we talked about actual versus, uh, you know, mileage stuff is going to be a big one for, for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Keep that mileage guys, because you're going to get the, what you said, 65 cents a mile right now. 65.5. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's really that's huge. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, Hoa Silva says uh, real quick, I haven't done any of my taxes since COVID uh, bear bug 2020. Would I be able to do all past three years at the same time and claim stimulus hell? money? Yes. Bro. Yeah. He get can? it in. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can. Oh. Wow, you I didn't even know. It. Yeah. So if it's the past three years, you can do it because then that's the time. That's the only time that you can claim. So you have three years in which time to file wow. in order to claim a refund. So if any of those three uh, previous years, 
produce a refund. You have that's so you got to do it like this year. Oh, he oh says, it's because he just got a social security number and green, green card, card last, last week. week. Okay. okay. Damn, you're working illegally all the time, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. In eight days, I have a 665 credit score, five hard inquiries, and two late payments. Should I open a credit line or go to or get a credit repair person? So 665 credit score, five hard inquiries, two late payments. 665? Bro, Bro you, you, yo, listen, the number one thing, up. guys... Well, those will fall off. The hard inquiries will fall off. Yeah, There's not much to do well, about though. those. But then the two late payments, I don't know how late they are, but I mean, it does, you know, but... But for him to have a 665, yeah. bro, you made you've made way more than two late payments. Yeah, you, you've made more than more more late payments than you probably are saying. You bro, have, uh, oh, signing a medical bill you don't know about. Yo, late the, the number one thing to get your credit score up is on time, time payments. payments, guys. Yeah. On time payments and credit utilization are the two biggest parts of your credit score. I think encompasses between those two like keep sixty percent yeah. plus. Keep the balances below fifty percent. Yeah, yeah. So if you got a ten thousand dollar credit card, you want to keep it, you know, less than five grand because yeah. it goes against you. Tony's yeah. theory says reason for bankruptcy question is because my mom filed for it at thirty k in debt. After about eight months, was able to bring her score up to seven thirty. Um, I don't know how she did that, bro. Eight, eight months. Yeah, seven three from bankruptcy. I don't know. How bro. did she do that? <laughs> I don't know. Are you sure, bro? Because I mean, you she can't be, get well, once you declare bankruptcy, nobody will give you money. You won't be. be able to buy a house. <laughs> you won't be able to get a credit card. Like they're not going to give you nothing when you declare bankruptcy. They're basically telling the call the, her Houdini. The, yeah, you basically magical. tell them she borrowed their favors. Favors. She might have been an authorized user on someone's joint. Oh, okay. That's what she probably did. Or she, yeah, yeah. Because you declare bankruptcy, ain't nobody giving you money, bro. Mm. You can't get a home loan, nothing. Because I know when I when I go through to uh, to get financing for a house, they ask me, have you declared, declared bankruptcy in the past seven years? And if you say, yeah, they're going to be like, yeah, no, nigga, we ain't giving you no money. Hmm. You know? So, Heavy Metal Hotel Henderson. Man, shout out to you, Shout bro. to you, bro, for coming to the party and supporting the meet and greet. This is a show I need to be tuned into. I own a music publishing company just so the cash mainly stays in my house for my band. Fire show. Thanks for all the game, guys. Knowledge, shout out to you guys. <laughs> Amen. Alvin Sam says, Steve, expect a complaint from the Better Business Bureau <laughs> for, discrimi for discrimination against brokies. That's okay, that's funny. Uh, BDD, question. I rented a car through Uber. I was wondering what's the best way to get most, most of my taxes uh, reduced. Yeah, if you're doing Uber, definitely mileage. Okay. Take, yeah. And yeah, you, all you guys that drive Uber, bro, this is going to be a big year for y'all. Yeah. Like, real talk, like 65. Take advantage, bro. Yo. Yeah. Uh, last three here. Mark's Manfield's BWC says, Steve, what do you think about buying government tax liens against delinquent homeowners? Is this a good investment for me? You know, I don't have any expertise in that area. I've heard of some people doing that stuff, but I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not, the, I'm not the guy to ask for that. Sorry. All right. Dingo Tech says, my current credit score is seven seven one. Good job. And I was wondering if there's any benefit going above that. I mean, nah, it's kind of vanity numbers vanity at, point. at that point. Vanity vanity I think anything over, if I'm not mistaken, 760, 760 anything over that, you start to, yeah. yeah, now you're just flexing. El Goons. My credit score was 800, but now it's down 679. What the fuck? I have 100% payment history. I use 30% credit, but I have one car loan and one car cosign. What can I do? You yo, pay, yo, you better check you on better that, that person. Sign, off, right? That Can person signed that co-signer. Co they, they, yeah. They're yeah. probably not paying their shit on time, bro. Yeah. You yeah. think you're 100% on time, but, but that person not might not be paying on time. For you to be, you're saying you're 100% on, uh, uh, with your payments and you're down to a 679, yeah, that sense. Somebody fuck, yeah. fucking your That co-authorized user, bro? Some Go double right check, bro. They, they ain't paying. They yeah. ain't paying. That's way, you lost 130 plus points. Hell no. Data four. Currently, I owe 180 kit to Uncle Sam. 
I'm looking to amend my three most <laughs> recent years to get under 100K. Is there a chance I can a little bit audited? Uh, 2021 capital gains made a lot of money in crypto. Bought a house. Forgot about Uncle Sam. Bruh. So okay. So here, here's another thing, and and here's another thing that people don't know. So you, the 180 goes to a different department in the IRS, and that's called the collections. The collections are not examination people. The examination people do examinations. They don't do any collections. They just assess. They look at documents and they assess, and then they send you over to the IRS collections. So if you're in collections, you're not in examinations. So the 8180, there's zero chance that you're going to get audited on that because the mm. two the two departments don't work together. Okay. And last one here, Delight says, best date to move if I make over 200K, I have good, good credit. Shoot, just come to Miami or come to Florida. Florida, Florida or Texas. Texas, or, or or Texas yeah. or Nevada. Right. Bro, how do you, 180, bro, crypto beef, man, that capital gains tax is a bitch, huh? I know. Oof. Brendan yeah. Smith says, I tell you how to get real estate, man. I have a 588 uh, credit score. I only have $1,400 left in debt to pay off and one link account that was paid off in full. What would be the best way to get my score up? I don't have any open line credit lines. Okay, pay that fourteen bucks, uh, fourteen hundred yeah. bucks off, and then you said one delinquent account, bro. Make sure that it's not delinquent anymore because it's not showing, for you yeah. to be five eighty eight is very low. Yeah, so see if you get that taken off. Yeah, and last one, a barcast says two guests. I'm from New Jersey. Would Steve be open to working with me for my business? I have a X five, twenty twenty one over six k pounds under eight k miles. It's under personal but used for business. My content is just writing off monthly payments with business account. Is that okay? Yeah, I would look at it a little deeper because, I mean, you should be able to, if it's over 6K, I'm not sure, like, maybe he has an issue with the percentage of usage that you're on it uh, as far as taking the Section 175 or the bonus depreciation, but I don't know what the age of the car is either because if it's past, if it's past the... 2021. Oh, it's a new one. So yeah. um, I don't know. I mean, so you're saying that he didn't take that Section 179 or bonus. That seems, and it's a six thousand pound vehicle, so I'm assuming, it more more uh, more often X5 than is, not, is those are going to be used hundred percent of the time, is, almost. Is it that heavy? X five? I didn't I know. I don't know. That's like this X, the Xfinity. Is yeah, it Xfinity, it's like the, the the uh, BMW like uh, oh, the Jeeps, BMW like one. The, yeah, I don't the, know. Yeah, so I don't know. Some some accountants are kind of leery on those things, and, they, and they're kind of be a little bit less pounds. Yeah. All right, guys, we got a show with DDG and Baby Rich coming out right now. Um, so guys, tune into that show. And Steve, where can I find your brother? So, um, seeing beyond the numbers, I'm gonna I'm gonna start a YouTube um, uh, small channel in there where I'm gonna do a lot of AMA stuff and help help the young guys here, the brokies. So yeah, <laughs> so it's gonna be all free. For the, for the, yeah, so um, yeah, that's what I'm here for. So that, I think that'd be the best format where I could just answer any questions that you want. Yeah, I'll do some live shows. I'll have some Steve's of my been guests really busy. on there. Yeah, I'll have my guests on there too. Some of my clients and stuff like that. Yeah, Steve's about, hourly so, bill yeah. is expensive, man. Yeah. <laughs> so this is this is an hour for you guys, man. Try to see if we come through. Yeah, Thank I appreciate you, you guys having. And you guys asked really good questions fun. too. Yeah, very good. Yeah, we're gonna bring Steve more often, guys. He just had some stuff going on this year. He's been really yeah. busy, but y'all will see him more often. Yep, appreciate it, guys. Thank you. All, All right, right guys, so, brother. We're gonna end out of here. Go follow Steve and support him. Um, and yeah, guys, tonight's show we have two more shows to go. My yeah. voice should come back hopefully soon or hopefully. tomorrow. Who knows? All right, catch we'll you guys later. Y'all. Peace. Peace. I run, I run so far.